This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. President Trump is on solid legal ground when it comes to securing our southern border. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you with us today on the show. American Family Radio is the network and Exposing Washington is the show. My name is Walker Wildman. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Look, we're going to talk a lot about this emergency order that President Trump declared several weeks ago on our southern border and what needs to be done to secure it but you know this is facing some president trump is facing some resistance even within within his own party even within his own party and as of thursday afternoon uh several republican senators voted against president trump to nullify the executive order to secure our southern border. It was a resolution uh, passed the House of Representatives and then uh, passed the Senate uh, uh, rebuking, if you will, President Trump and his executive order when it comes to securing America's borders. And uh, this is this is what we're going to talk about most of the show today. But before we talk about that subject, I want to tell you a couple ways to keep up with the show. First off, you can visit our website, AFR.net. AFR.net. And once you visit our website at the top of the page there, you can click on the podcast link and then scroll down a little bit and you'll see the Exposing Washington podcast podcast page and you can keep up with the show there. We're also on Facebook, YouTube. Just type in Exposing Washington on YouTube and then type in my name on Facebook or Twitter. A lot of ways to keep up with the show. AFR.net is the website. So I, as I mentioned, this vote in the Senate that's uh, rebuking President Trump for, by you, from using the executive authority to build uh, a border on the southern, uh, build a wall on the southern border. Sorry about that. Uh, passed the Senate and the House of Representatives, and it's set to be vetoed by the president, obviously. But I want to jump right into this and talk about what is actually going on here. What is actually going on here and what this all revolves around, what this entire discussion revolves around is something called the National Emergencies Act of 1976. And this is something that the politicians in Washington don't want to talk about. It's something the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about the substance of this debate. Everybody wants to talk about, they just want to do the talking points. They want to do the talking points. Well, President Trump doesn't have this authority. President Trump is, is, is going, going over Congress to get this done. Blah, 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 blah. But the reality is, 
that Congress gave President Trump this authority explicitly. And he is just using the authority that Congress gave him. And to do something that nobody else does because they're too busy bashing President Trump and going along with the mainstream media, Democrat, talking head, talking points, is to actually read the law that this is all revolving around. As I mentioned, House Resolution 3884 passed in 1976 with the headline National Emergencies Act. Well, what does this do? Good question. This, this law basically gives the president the unilateral authority to declare a national emergency and declare it when he deems necessary. And then you might ask me, well, what is a national emergency? Well, good question. What happened is Congress did not define a national emergency. They left it up to the executive branch to determine what qualifies as a national emergency. Some might say that's a good thing. Others might say that's a bad thing that they should have clarified and actually would fall on that side. If Congress doesn't want the president using certain authorities, then don't give it to him. Then don't give it to him. And so that's what this whole discussion is about. And it's very, very baffling that Republicans in the Senate would rather pass a resolution specifically rebuking President Trump, which is what this resolution does, instead of actually changing the National Emergencies Act. You know why they don't want to change the National Emergencies Act? Because they actually like giving the executive branch the authority to, to basically make law. Why? Because Congress doesn't like acting on tough issues. And so, you know, that, that's the thing here. That's the thing here. President Trump is 100% on solid legal footing on this issue. And so, you know, when, when, when these Republican senators, over 10 of them, are going to vote against President Trump and his, exec, and his emergency order to secure our southern border, the reality is that they, they, are, they must be ignorant on the law. They must be ignorant of the law because it does not take a rocket scientist to print off the six-page law from 1964 and read the law to understand that President Trump is acting within his legal authority given to him by Congress. And so if the Republican senators should be mad at anybody, they should be mad at themselves. They gave the executive branch this authority, but we're going to move on here before I continue belaboring that point. It is also frustrating that Congress has had 40, 50, 60 years to fix this problem. The problem called illegal immigration. They've had decades after decades to fix the problem, and guess what they've done? 
They've done nothing. They've done absolutely nothing to fix the problem. Zero, nada, nothing to fix the problem. Crime, drugs, cartels, gangs, illegal aliens, human traffickers. They flow across our border every day. Every single day they flow across our border. Millions of Americans have lost their lives to either lethal drug overdoses or crime, gangs, violence. I mean, the, the, the list of, of illegal immigrant-related crimes and murders throughout 40, 50 years is just enormous. And Congress has yet to do anything about it. And then all of a sudden, when President Trump actually has the backbone to do something about it, then they're all up in arms and upset at President Trump. When they ought to be looking at themselves saying, where have we been? Where have we been when America has been suffering over illegal immigration? Where have we been? We've been missing in action. President Trump comes to town and actually does something about it. And then they want to tell President Trump he doesn't have the authority to do something about it. You've got to be kidding me. I want to play clip four here. This is this is Kellyanne Conway, counselor to the president, talking about how the courts and Congress have absolutely failed the American people historically on this issue. Clip four. Let's listen. Look, if these Republicans yeah. who know this president is within his full legal authority to declare a national emergency after he gave them months to do their jobs, Laura, the courts and the Congress have okay. failed to do their jobs on immigration for decades. This president used the Declaration I'm of the just National Emergency to as his course right. of last resort. Well, there you have it. Kelly and Conway, exactly right. The courts and Congress, which I would actually argue that the courts have no business making law. This is an executive branch, a congressional responsibility, and that is making law and securing our southern border and securing all of our borders for that matter. But not only have both parties neglected this issue for way, way too long, Republicans had two years to fix it. They had control of the U.S. House of Representatives. They had control of the U.S. Senate. And they had control of the White House with a president eager to fix the problem for two years. During the year of 2017, Throughout the year 2018, they had control of both chambers of Congress and the White House. And guess what they did to fix it? Nothing. Nothing. They did absolutely nothing to fix it. As a matter of fact, they didn't get squat done. They didn't get diddly squat done the past two years. They sat on their hands, pointed at the Democrats, and blamed them for all the slow walking in Congress and how nothing's getting done because the Democrats and the Republicans didn't do anything. Okay, okay, they passed the the wimpy tax cuts. They passed the wimpy tax cuts, which is actually going to, it has a sunset clause that's going to expire. Yeah, you heard me right. The tax cuts are going to expire if Congress doesn't reauthorize them in a couple years. So Congress passes these wimpy tax cuts, the Republicans, and that's all they get done. And then they want to come home and brag about that? you got to be kidding me. All you get done is these wimpy tax cuts, 
and you want to come home and brag about how you're doing such good work. No, Congress has been avoiding the major key issues that are actually affecting our country. They've been avoiding them for years. And Republicans are equally as guilty as the Democrats. And, you know, that's one thing that frustrates me is that we know where the Democrats stand. We know where the Democrats stand. The Democrats are for open borders, and they'll say it. I mean, for goodness sake, Robert O'Rourke, the congressman for Texas, even said, let's tear down our southern border wall. He said, let's tear down the fencing that we do have. Let's tear it down. And so they're open about it. They don't want a border wall. They think it's a horrible idea. They want to increase illegal immigration. They want sanctuary cities. They want to harbor illegal immigrants. I mean, they're open and loud and proud about it. But the Republicans, on the other hand, some of them, they go home, they campaign on strong borders. We got to build a wall. We got to clamp down on illegal immigration. Then they go back to Washington and guess what they do? Nothing. They go back to Washington and they do nothing. And then they keep getting reelected. And that's one of the most frustrating issues uh, that we're dealing with here. But I want to play clip two here. This is President Trump. And, you know, one argument that the that some conservatives and some Republicans are making is that, well, you know, if President Trump does this, then then who knows what a Democrat will do? Should they get the White House? Who knows what kind of emergency order they'll do? Well, listen to President Trump here. This is clip two. He has a very, very good rebuke of that argument. A lot of people talk about precedent, (laughs) precedent that if we do this, The Democrats will use national emergency powers for something that we don't want. They're going to do that anyway, folks. The best way to stop that is to make sure that I win the election. That's the best way to stop that. (laughs) Well, there you have it. President Trump saying, look, the Democrats are going to do whatever they want to do, no matter what I do. And he's exactly right. I mean, President Obama had no regard for the Constitution. President Obama issued executive order after executive order. On, and using authorities that he just didn't have, such as DACA, giving a form of amnesty to these illegal immigrants. Who gave President Trump that authority to grant citizenship or a form of citizenship or protection to criminals? Nobody gave President Trump, that, uh, President Obama, that authority. And so to think that somehow Democrats base their moral compass on what Republicans do, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Democrats are going to do what they want to do no matter what we do. And it's not President Trump's fault. President Trump is acting within his legal authority. And another point to that is there's a reason we have separation of powers. There's a reason we have the congressional branch, the uh, I'm at the legislative branch, we have the judicial branch, and then the executive branch. That's because if one gets out of line, the other steps in and tries to fix it. So if if a future Democrat president wants to do some emergency declaration on on guns, which good luck getting my gun, it ain't going to happen. If they want to do that and act lawlessly, then guess what? We have something called a court system. We have something called a Supreme Court. And guess what we're doing right now? We're stacking those courts with people who respect the Constitution. Thank you, President Trump. And so good luck to a Democrat president if they want to do some emergency order on guns, trying to confiscate guns 
uh, over my dead body. Moving on here along the same lines, you know, I want to play the last clip on this topic and then we'll move on. But this is Kellyanne Conway, counselor to the president again on the same show, the Laura Ingram show on Fox News, clip three. She's talking about how President Trump is focused on substance. Let's listen. I was in two separate briefings with the president today, and in both both times he said, take the vote you want to take, but I think it's a bad vote. He said this was this is an easy decision. It's quite binary. You either are for border security, the sovereignty of this nation, keeping the drugs out of our communities, Laura, the human traffickers out, the illegal flow of people, particularly those unaccompanied Myers and families coming from the Northern Triangle, or you're not. And he doesn't believe you can divorce the two just because you want to hide behind a process argument. He is focused on the substance as he has been for four straight years now. And the substance is very simple. When you look at the drugs flowing in, not just at the ports of entry, but we saw data today about all the fentanyl, this ultra lethal (laughs) synthetic opiate that's coming between the ports of entry. Well, there you have it. Kellyanne Conway there saying, look, the Senate, the Republican senators are all worried about the process and the precedent. President Trump's worried about the substance and he's worried about protecting the American people. And changing subjects, but not holding back on my criticism of Republicans. Look, this is, I get, I get equally, actually, I get more fed up with Republicans as I do with Democrats. Here's why. As I just said it a minute ago, we know who, who, we know where the Democrats stand they're out loud and proud and honest about it to that respect. The Republicans are sneaky, liars, and two-faced. They campaign on one thing, do another when they get to Washington. Here's another example of this. You know, we got this U.S. debt. I think we're over 23, 23, $22 trillion in debt. $22 trillion in debt. And guess who's been in control the past three years? Republicans. President Trump, a Republican. And so, and also for those who say we don't criticize President Trump, here we go, folks. Here we go. President Trump and the Republicans have been spending just as much money as President Obama spent. Probably they've been spending more. Just as much money as President Obama spent. And guess what we were doing? Guess what Republicans were doing? We were bashing President Obama saying he needs to quit spending so much money. He needs to focus on fiscal responsibility. We got to rein in our budget. Guess what the Republicans start doing when they get control? Spend just as much money. Just as much money. They're hypocrites. They're hypocrites. And to this point, for the first time on this show, I'm going to agree with a left-wing Democrat. I'm going to agree with the Starbucks, the former Starbucks CEO, Howard Schultz, who's considering a White House run in 2020. He said, he said that Republicans are being hypocrites for not cutting spending and being reckless spenders just like the Democrats. And Howard Schultz is exactly right. And a Republican by the name of Kevin Brady out of Texas goes on television and tries to defend the Republicans' record on fiscal responsibility and tax cuts. This is clip one. Let's listen to Representative Kevin Brady out of Texas on how the economy will tackle the debt. Clip one. Let's listen. Yeah, well, uh, I think he's wrong. Uh, Here's why. First, 
uh, Republicans tackle the debt first by growing the economy. Look, we did tax reform so that we get more people back to work. We could generate higher paychecks, bring jobs investment back. And so we're already seeing a stronger uh, growth for funding for Social Security and Medicare. And we know the difference between the slow growth of the Obama years and the faster growth, 50% faster growth of President Trump would yield $44 trillion more for the federal coffers over time. We didn't stop there. Uh, in the House, we repealed Obamacare. That adds, uh, uh, Obamacare, if it stays in place, adds a trillion and a half dollars to the deficit. I noticed Mr. Schultz supports uh, that budget buster. And then in the House, we also made some common sense changes to save Medicaid. That also reduces the deficit considerably. Unfortunately, that didn't make it through the Senate. We still think there's ways that we can address some of the automatic spending and, and save those programs as we do them. Well, that's a Representative Kevin Brady. And look, here's what I want to say here. He's he's halfway correct. He's halfway correct. He got a he's he, he get on a scale out of a hundred. He gets a fifty, but that didn't cut it. And here's why: Representative Kevin Brady at the beginning of that clip said, "Well, I just don't agree with him." Who he's talking about there? He's talking about Howard Schultz and what I just told you that he said about the U.S. debt and reckless spending by Republicans and Democrats. And Representative Kevin Brady comes on and says, well, look, we got we to grow the economy. That's how you tackle the debt. And that's halfway true. But if you ask any economist, cutting spending, tackling the debt is twofold. Yes, you have to uh, cause growth in the economy so you can have increased revenue in the, in the, federal, uh, in the federal bank account, if you will. So that the federal government can bring in more taxes to help fund their operations. That's part of it. But at some point, you've got to cut spending. That's, this is economics 101. At some point, if you've got a monstrous amount of debt, which we do, you can bring in all the money you want. But if you don't cut spending, it ain't going to help. And for any of you who have taken Dave Ramsey's course which my wife and I have, he has two options. He has two routes to, to tackle debt. The, 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 first, the first route is to cut spending, is to cut needless spending. And the second route is to find a job with increased pay. Those are two ways to tackle debt. And, and our economy is the exact same way. Yes, Causing lowering taxes, deregulation, allowing uh, the economy to boom, more business, more money flowing, higher wages, etc. That's great. I'm all for that. That's called capitalism. But at some point, which I think we're, we're there, Congress has to look at the budget and go, all right, where can we cut money? Where can we save money to try to put that money towards the U.S. debt? And so... Republicans totally missed out on that the past two years, and that is cutting spending. Instead, Republicans spent more money. Republicans spent more money just like the Democrats do. So, look, when we get a Democrat in the White House and the Democrat Congress and they're spending money out the wazoo, I don't want to hear a word from Republicans. I don't want to hear a word from the establishment Republicans because they spend just as much money as the Democrats. 
Before we wrap up the show, I want to jump back on this emergency order by President Trump and comment a little more on it. You know, the the President Trump needs to do this. Here's what President Trump needs to do. President Trump must come out strong against this resolution in the House of Representatives. President Trump must come out strong against this resolution and here's what he needs to do if i were president trump i would hold a veto ceremony now that's actually unheard of but that's what i would do usually presidents have a signing ceremony where they sign legislation if i'm president trump i would have a veto ceremony live television veto ceremony oval office press conference veto ceremony And I would have his big fat pen, his veto pen, and I would also have in there this National Emergency Act of 1976. Yes, I would have the law, the text of the law on his desk, and I would tell the media, I would tell the world, I am exercising my lawful authority given to me by Congress to secure our country. And Congress is out of step and out of sync with law if they think I don't have the authority to do this. And then offer, if they want to read it for themselves, the American electorate can read the law and what it says. And then President Trump on national television should take his big, fat veto pen and veto the resolution that the senate and the house sent over to them and this is one of the good things about president trump being in the white house is that he does have the veto pen he does have the veto pen and he does have the authority to stop the uh, swamp from passing horrible legislation and you know the the democrats and this is why we need to be careful folks about Uh, allowing Democrats to get control of Congress and get control of the White House is because they 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 are they are willing and able and ready to pass dangerous legislation, dangerous legislation, whether it be legislation uh, on the First Amendment and and religious liberty and the freedom of religion and conscience. Or whether it's voting, the Democrats are ready willing and able to pass detrimental laws and and regulations on our country and one of the one of the things that the democrats have been trying to do as they've been trying to pass this this bill to alter uh, voting regulations to alter voting regulations they want to allow 16 year olds to vote they want to allow illegal immigrants to vote They want to change the way the Electoral College works. And the list goes on and on and on. Democrats willing, ready, and able to carry out their left-wing, socialist, totalitarian agenda. The only thing standing between them is you and me. Exposing Washington American Family Radio Network, Walker Wildman here. Visit our website, AFR.net, to find out more about the show. And until then, we'll see you next time on Exposing Washington.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.